0: Five. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Basin Talk podcast. I'm your host Adam Caster. Here as always with my co-host Ed BirdSaw. We've done our annual switcheroo. Bird and Jake are talking about the children, the prospects for the next like month and a half, uh, up until the draft, and then month, uh, Bird, month, month, and then uh, Bird and I are going to be talking about anything, literally anything. It's going to be fun, fun stuff. How are you doing, Bird?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Ranger game last night sucked. That was unfortunate. That was unfortunate. Uh, oh,
0: so bad. At least Capocacco yeah, was- scored.
1: Praise B. Praise B. That was, uh, that was uh, $95 in, in my bag. So, it only was a $30 windfall for going to the Ranger, for going to the Ranger game. So, thank you. Praise B. Church of Capo Caco. Um I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, uh, Enjoying the the return of the warm weather, get to go on my my little walks in the afternoon, get to come on here, and I get to spend some time with work hubby
0: himself, Adam.
1: Not that bad, not that bad. What, what what's there to complain about?
0: And meanwhile, it's going to snow like tomorrow in Utah. Ugh, the weather sucks here. Ugh, fuck. It was yeah, really nice over the weekend. It was like 50s over the weekend, but now it's just back to, oh, you thought winter was over? You were wrong. Psych. Psych, bitch. Yeah.
1: No, 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 no. There is. No, there's there's no such thing that the, the only the only the only time that I'm ever convinced that spring is finally here is. And this is a beautiful reference to uh, what is to come on today's program the only time that I am convinced that winter is over and spring is here is when I see green grass on ESPN on Thursday morning at Augusta National that's it that's it that is what I know we have made it green grass and
0: green jackets
1: they're very good Adam that that was that was that was nice that was nice yeah. I like that
0: put that on a t-shirt if okay. they haven't already
1: they probably have and that is probably trademarked and copyrighted to the fucking max, but not to your knowledge so
0: no you honestly it's it one of those yours. things where it's so smart that I'm like somebody had to have already come up with this right <laughs> it's see it's just so like smart right and there so obvious yeah so obvious like somebody has to have come up with that. In a boardroom somewhere. I would hope so. I would hope so. If not, we got to get the
1: trademark for that down and we got to sell the merch.
0: I know. Oh, the merch. Think of the merch bird. Think of the merch. (laughs) Think of the product. Well, we have our monthly mailbag. Uh, Mailbag. I'm sad I missed the last one. And I'm happy that I'm here uh, for this one. Because I love the mailbag. Who doesn't love the mailbag? Mailbag is a great time. Mailbag, is if, awesome. If you asked all three of us, Jake concluded, uh, I think our favorite thing would be the mailbag. And Jake came up with the mailbag, like the, yes, he did, the con- not like the concept, but he is, I'm sure, listener questions. People have been doing that forever, but like the mailbag on this show, anyway. That mm-hmm. was Jake's, Jake's doing.
1: That is Jake's baby. I will say that is his. Yeah, and now here we are. Here we are taking no. taking the taking the mantle and, and doing uh and doing the monthly mailbag.
0: Yep, and the mailbag for this month, um, which I guess yeah. it was for last month as well, but uh, this is about anything. And yeah, we uh, we is, we got some the, questions.
1: This is the anything mailbag. Um, I recently recently I did a fantasy mailbag on the fantasy show, and I will probably do another one. Ah, uh, just like in the middle of the week, like maybe one of the weeks where we're not doing two prospect shows, maybe I'll do a fantasy mailbag. So just send in your questions. Just send them in. Like just just send in your questions, and then what I, I'll probably I'm thinking the one I'm going to do a mailbag is probably in two weeks, so after Easter. So send your send your questions in for them.
0: All right, sounds good. Yeah, we have be, be in the middle of the week. Yeah, we have 17 questions.
1: Well, before we do anything, because you are, you are, you are, you are, uh, green to, uh, the basement talk podcast, the, the, the big leagues, the big leagues. Oh, oh, I see. The big leagues. You forgot the most important part of the basement oh,
0: talk podcast. That's fair. The deep sleeper. Yes, the deep sleeper of the week. Yes. Well, who is your deep sleeper of the week? Uh, my de- my deep sleeper of the week
1: is ted lasso the new season is out on apple tv phenomenal amazing new episode is the second episode is out actually wednesday third episode will be out the wednesday after this you'll be hearing this on the weekend or recording this on, on wednesday awesome stuff awesome stuff and, and for everyone that says Oh, it's just about soccer, and soccer is boring. No, 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 no. It is not a soccer show. It is. It has soccer themes and soccer
0: undertones. It's it a soccer a- show in the same way that Major League is a baseball movie. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct.
1: I- I- exactly. So yeah. Ted Ted Lasso, amazing, amazing. And anybody anybody who hasn't seen it, I I I I beg and plead. I beg and plead with you people, you beautiful people,
0: check out Ted Lasso. It's good stuff. Also Major League. Phenomenal movie. Great film. Great film. Yep. A classic. A classic indeed. So My Deep Sleeper is kind of funny and really like an inside joke, sort of. But I don't know if you've listened to uh, yesterday's episode of Blue Shirts Breakaway. No, I have not. I have not listened to it yet. Um, but Ryan and Greg you know the hosts of the show they joked that every time that Jake well they were answering they were doing their own version of the mailbag that they do on their show and um one of the questions that were that was asked was what is the thing that we that we could do as fans as ranger fans that's equivalent to the annoying air horn that they do that they do at PPG Paints Arena. And I think one of the. Suge- I think Ryan suggested. Every time Jacob Truber lays a hit on somebody. They play the Thomas' Hank the Engine theme.
1: Oh that was. That was like that was all. I was on Twitter all day yesterday.
0: Yeah. So. Amazing. That's amazing. So. Another person that I guess they. That makes videos for them. Um, on Twitter. He made a whole compilation. Of. Jacob Truba hits that was set to the Thomas the Tank Engine theme, which is amazing. And then oh, even the MSG it. organist played the, th- the Thomas the Tank Engine theme on the organ. Ridiculous. So yeah, my deep, my deep sleeper is Thomas the Tank Engine. I, I love actually it. loved playing with Thomas the Tank Engine growing up. Me too. I was a huge fan of that growing up. Edward was the best. I guess I don't remember. I only remember Thomas. What? Oh my God, Adam! I only played with the toys. I didn't. I didn't pay attention to the lore. Yeah,
1: but they had. They were more than just Thomas toys. You had to get the whole set.
0: No, it was like a yeah, it was a train set. I I don't know. I it was great. I loved that sort of thing. Look, like right, now, now now I'm freshing up
1: my memory. Because I want to see. Oh my God, Gordon. Yes. Uh, I'm literally looking at the. Oh my God, this is. All right. So we got. Uh, do any of these names mean anything to you?
0: Probably not. But Gordon kind of. Edward and Gordon kind of rang a couple bells. Henry. Oh, Henry, definitely. James. No. Percy. Percy, I do remember Percy. Awesome. Toby.
1: Emily doesn't ring a bell. Annie doesn't ring a bell. Clarabelle doesn't ring any bells. And
0: Sir Topham Hat. Oh my god. So is that the conductor? No,
1: I think Sir Topham Hatt was the controller of the Northwestern Railway. Railway. Oh. Yes. Yes, that is that is that is that is correct. My my so Thomas wait, the Train a- my Thomas the Train knowledge is in fact accurate.
0: That's yeah. I bet you didn't think that this is what you were going to be signing up for when you click play and download on your preferred plot- podcast platform. But here we are
1: honestly I did I did not think that we were going to be talking about uh Thomas the train ever on this podcast but
0: here we are yeah well anyway the theme is really funny when played over Jacob truba just smirking people boom <laughs>
1: Absolute bomb!
0: Surprisingly catchy, honestly.
1: Yes, it is. Oh my god, it is.
0: Yeah, like most children's TV theme songs, it's
1: surprisingly catchy. Ah, oh, it's good stuff. It's really, really, really good stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, did you give your deep sleeper? You did, right? Yeah, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, correct. Um, I need to watch that. I also need to watch uh the show about Rexum as well. Because I've heard great things about that.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. I I've heard good things. I haven't seen it, but I've heard very, very good things. Oh, and you also need to watch Shawshank.
0: Oh yeah, because
1: I no, you true. haven't done that yet.
0: No, I haven't. What a
1: fucking surprise! I know. Well, you'll listen to me. And then uh, after, sh- and then after, sh- and then after Shawshank, you need to watch Casablanca. I know. Still haven't watched that either. You're 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 reckless, irresponsible. You want know the last time was that you want know the last time was that I watched Casablanca
0: on your flight home from Mexico?
1: No, Monday. Oh, amazing film! Amazing film! It's a cinematic masterpiece. It's amazing. anybody who hasn't seen it, please watch Casablanca. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
0: Well, seventeen questions. Yep, pick a number one to seventeen. Uh, let's go
1: with we can't cut the deck like Jake would do. That's unfortunate. Uh, let's go with number nine.
0: Number nine, Q John Lennon, number nine, Beatles joke, yada, yada, yada. That's,
1: that's an, f- that, is an, that is an Adam joke. It is. I appreciate well, it though. I do appreciate
0: it. I, every time somebody says that, that's a, the first thing that pops into my head. Because speaking of things from our childhood. You remember that, you know, that rumor that if you played that song backwards, then it, it's like uh, something, it's like John Lennon's dead, I killed John, or something like that? Wait, what? Yeah, there's like that, there was those old rumors about like if you play Beatles records backwards, then there's like hidden messaging in them.
1: I, 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 I what in the blue hell are you talking about?
0: Really? Ne- I've no? never heard of this. This must have been a fever dream or something from my childhood. But yeah, no, I've never heard of this. I I do remember talking with I think I was probably in summer camp when we talked about this. But yeah, there was like a whole thing about it. Huh? I guess it didn't make it all I it only stopped at Port Washington, apparently. It didn't make it all the way out east to Huntington. No, no, it didn't. (laughs) Um, but anyway, number nine is from Ryan where is not that ryan um
1: where is ryan from well it can't be that ryan because ryan is not in portland oregon oh beautiful place beautiful, beautiful place. place they say they say beverly hills is the home of the stars i say false that is portland oregon a beautiful place a temple it's a shrine they portland oregon needs to be protected at all costs at all costs. It must be defended. When I run great, great when city. I run for president in the year of our Lord 2036, I'll be running on a platform to make Portland great again.
0: I think it's still great, to be honest with you.
1: Uh, it's 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 good now. It's good now. But guess what? We're gonna make it the
0: shining city on the hill. Maybe it should be keep Portland great.
1: Make Keep. I, I, I got. to work on this one now. Uh, make Portland pristine again.
0: Okay.
1: Love Portland. Love Portland. Any. Any of the alliteration in there? Portland pristine.
0: It's. I actually was trying to do the math in my head. I was like, "Did you pick twenty thirty six? Because that would. Because that would be your first year of eligibility yes. to run for president." Uh, okay.
1: Yep. That, oh yeah, Adam. You think that I haven't. <laughs> You think this is the first time that I've ever said that I'm gonna be running for president? Come on now. I think I've That's, had I've had this discussion with myself, my inner self for like the last fifteen years.
0: Don't you know how qualified you are? You're a poly, you were a polycy minor.
1: Fuck yeah, and I could do a I could do a better job than three quarters of the fucking kooks that are in Congress and in some branches of government.
0: Uh, not not that kind of podcast. Let's not
1: No, let's... no, it's not that kind of podcast.
0: <laughs> let's let's go no, this that. comes
1: this co- this is that's on both sides of the aisle, my friend.
0: Let's let's not let's not do that.
1: That is on uh, both sides of the aisle. I am non-partisan. Doesn't well, matter Ryan, blue or red, they all suck.
0: Okay. Well, Ryan from Portland, our good yeah. friend Ryan. Yep. Asks, what is your best and worst sports take ever? Oh, oh wow. It's funny because I can't really think of I mean, maybe the Hunter Henry thing, probably one of my worst or Derek Carr.
1: Worst, I would say, is probably Corey Davis. (laughs) Oh, Corey Davis. Great guy. love him.
0: Future Uh, Green Bay Packer, Corey Davis.
1: Great guy. (laughs) Great guy. Now, if we take touches away from my guy, Christian Watson. Then we then we might have, a problem. We, might have well, a problem. we just
0: don't we just don't know uh the chemistry that Jordan Love is gonna form, form with his receivers. True. True. The best take best take, I do know what it is. This is it one I do know. Some combination it's probably Cam Akers or something along no. the, to that elk. No, it is not. It has nothing to do with football. Oh. Nope. Nothing to do with football. Actually
1: it was the First major that Colin Morikawa won was at Harding Park. It was the PGA championship. And I said publicly that Colin Morikawa was going to win that tournament. And I had money that Colin Morikawa was going to win. And a few of my friends also wrote it. And it ended up happening Colin Morikawa won the PGA that same week. That is by Best sports take that I've ever had. It's more of a prediction, but I'm going to ride with it and say, that's the one is Colin Morikawa. Great guy. Absolutely love him.
0: Uh, Best sports take. I mean, I have to go back to like the two, maybe like two of the three bull predictions that I got right in my time, our time doing this, which was Deshaun Watson being terrible Without being injured. I think that was 2020. Um, that I made that prediction. It had to have been. Because. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we started doing the. That's when we. You and me started doing this. So it had to have been before the 2020 season. Yeah. And then Tony Pollard and Zeke from this past year. Which I mean. It a good take. It was good. It was a good take. I don't. It wasn't like. A super shot in the dark like clairvoyant whatever that Deshaun Watson was but because the the signs were all there with Zeke and Pollard but um, yeah I'm still happy that I got it correct and well not many worked out not many were
1: actively calling for it though I think that was the signs were definitely there but no one was actually going on and saying that Tony Pollard was going to outshine Zeke except for one work husband of mine. Yeah.
0: Well, and now Zeke is now is just not there anymore. Yep. Yep. No longer there. Which is crazy. Which is yep. a crazy sentence. And I think we have a Cowboys
1: question in this mailbag, too.
0: I think we uh, do. We have an Arsenal one. Oh we yes. Do? We have a ca- oh shit. Sort of. Oh, this is a fire. This is a fire mailbag. Oh, we do wow. have a cow. Cal- we do have a cowboys question. We have a semi-arsenal one nice nice i like it i hope i find it soon i guess we have two half arsenal ones that Ooh. lead that added into a full arsenal one but Ooh. also the other half of one is the man is a man city one so that's besides oh. the point. Oh. oh oh okay yeah well anyway so that's that's ryan's question okay. and those are our best and worst sports takes ever it's yeah. hard to remember that sort of thing
1: mm, unless i disagree uh, i disagree you know your best and you know your worst
0: I definitely know the the ones that I got right, but and like if you oh, and Jake, you know you keep... know
1: the worst ones because they're so outlandish that they fall into a certain category. You don't remember, you don't remember all the bad takes, but you remember the worst ones.
0: Well, also because you and Jake just <sighs> keep busting my balls about both Hunter Henry and Derek Carr every like couple of weeks. On That's true. That's true. On any
1: podcast that we're on together. That's true. That 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 is I. I cannot deny that you will never let me forget. Nope. No, never. But never. Hunter Henry is a, is a friend. He's a friend. Love him.
0: Yeah. Great. Guy. Hall of fame, tight end Hunter Henry. He,
1: hall of Famer. Absolutely. Without a <laughs> doubt. What, why do you think Bill Belichick traded John U. Smith? Because they have Hunter Henry. He knows. Yeah. You're going to walk into Canton. Canton, Ohio. You're going to see a wing, the Bill Belichick wing, and then
0: the Hunter Henry wing. Yep, the streets are saying that Antonio Gates and Hunter Henry and Tony Gonzalez are all in the same stratosphere as far as skill level. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Didn't the Patriots just sign another tight end?
1: I think they did. Is it Logan Paulson? Can you imagine? That'd be awesome. No, I swear to God they did. I just forget who the hell it was.
0: I'm also positive that they did because i looked at it, i was like they just traded away johnny smith just to sign another guy oh they did they did you know who it is who mike is oh that's right so basically they're in this they're in the same situation as they were before
1: no 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 no. they're not the same situation because mike is mike is is icky and hunter henry is he's a vibe
0: Okay, so they have one so the patriots just have to have one shitty tight end and one good tight end at all times apparently. Correct. Correct. Okay, I see. Well, anyway, pick a number from 1 to 17 that's not 9. Uh, 2. Number 2 is from Benjamin. Where is Benjamin from?
1: Um, Benjamin is from Berlin, Germany.
0: All right. I would have also uh, accepted Philadelphia, Pennsylvania.
1: All right. That's good historical reference.
0: Yeah. You know me. I love my historical references. Uh, You and I both. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin asks, is Formula One unwatchable without dominant Red Bull are? (laughs) I cannot answer answer this question.
1: Uh, I have this conversation all the time. I have this conversation all the time. It's so fucking annoying. Um. It's not unwatchable because you – it's not unwatchable until Max Verstappen makes it unwatchable. And what I mean by that is he just completely runs away with the championship because Red Bull are just – Red Bull the fastest car on the circuit. It's not even close. They're doing lap times that are a second to a second and a half faster than anybody else. Like that, that's just ridiculous. And all all Formula One and and the FIA, what they've done with the whole regulations and everything like that, they've taken a dominant team, which was – mercedes and they have now replaced them with a new dominant team in red bull so it's mercedes for the last eight years is now red bull for the foreseeable future
0: well i guess i will say i'm not going to answer this question because i can't answer this question but i can kind of compare it to other sports and say was baseball unwatchable when the yankees were the evil empire quote-unquote was the was football we still watch football even though Tom Brady and the Patriots uh were like almost unstoppable um you know the steel curtain era the Steelers um the Golden State Warriors I mean, people still watch the NBA the NBA is better than ever and you have uh so many super teams i don't know is it because i guess going off of context is it because Red Bull has like an inherent adva- advantage, uh, with all their competition, in a way, or over their competition with their cars. I mean, I guess that's just like soccer. I mean, you think that people wouldn't watch uh, La Liga if it's the same three teams winning it every single year?
1: It's not a. It's not a, actually a terrible comparison. It's like Red Bull are the new are the Man City from twenty thirteen and Mercedes 2012. 2012 thank you and then
0: Mercedes well, the takeover was in 2008 but still
1: yeah when well, they won the first league title was in 2012 and then Mercedes yeah. are Mercedes are kind of like in a way kind of like Man United so yeah yeah it's kind of a good take kind of a good take but um it's not unwatchable not yet anyway but Parody is dead, is what I will say. I mean, and up, and up Lewis Hamilton, by the way, great guy, absolutely love him.
0: Kid, I think people might watch more just because they want to see. You know, it's more exciting when they when uh, Goliath falls and David wins as opposed to just everybody being on a level playing field.
1: Um, you want the par- you want the parody though, but I, I mean, I will say when you have like Alpine or uh, you still have, you have Fernando Alonso for Aston Martin. That is kind of like who everybody is just hoping is going to win a few races and not have it be just total Red Bull domination. But it's definitely headed that way. And it was headed that way. The second that preseason testing started that Red Bull had the best preseason testing, the best four days. And they marched into Bahrain, and, well, they did their thing. Verstappen won by a shit ton. Then Perez just went the distance in Jeddah. And, yeah. So, unfortunately, it's... I am more inclined to turn off the television now with Formula One.
0: Interesting. I don't know. Um... Well, so let's move on then to uh, 1 through 17, except for 2 or 9. 14. Number 14 is from John. Where's John from?
1: Uh, John is from
0: Kingston, Jamaica. Kingston, Jamaica. Well, John asks... Well, actually, this is going to be weird because he's actually asking me this question. So I'm gonna, you know, ask myself a question in the third person. Okay. Adam, would you sacrifice letting Arsenal win the Premier League if it means you win the Champions League? I know the answer to this. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Duh.
1: Yeah. No, no doubt.
0: Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Like, of course, I would sacrifice the. Pre- We've won the Premier League. So many different times, and we've never won the Champions League. And
1: your draw is brutal. I know. What it's it, it's and you see, this is what I love in a way, is you have when you stack the teams that are left in the Champions League up against each other, you could make a case that the four best teams are on one side of the bracket. (laughs) Well, then the next four are on the other side of the bracket. Even though I probably would say that Napoli are better than Chelsea on current form on current form. That's the team that I wouldn't want to play. And I do actually think that Napoli in a champions league final versus Man City could actually beat them.
0: I do. I there were a lot of uh, city fans uh, when the bracket came out on Twitter. They were like, "Watch us beat Bayern and Madrid, and then we lose to Napoli in the final." Classic city. I
1: I I it, I could see it, and I could see it. And Adam, I'm telling you right now, out of the eight teams that are left because of my blood, you know exactly who I am rooting for.
0: Yeah, classic fucking city. Unbelievable. Forza that, Napoli, baby! If that happens,
1: Forza Napoli.
0: Is it? Well, never mind. Um
1: the, Is that Napoli Don in me? Yeah. Oh, is it so?
0: A beautiful, that's actually interesting. Three out of <laughs> all three English si- or um, all three Italian sides are on one side of the bracket. Also,
1: there's a seventy-five percent chance that there is an Italian club represented in the Champions League final.
0: Yeah, which is.
1: Music to my ears. Well, actually, there's a hundred
0: percent chance because no, 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 75 percent, 75 percent, no,
1: 75 percent. Because you have
0: Benfica, because they're on the other side. Because I would never mind math, but then, Um,
1: but then there is a three of the three of four of Man City, Bayern, Real Madrid, Chelsea are not going to be the Champions League final. That is mental. That is absolutely fucking mental.
0: Yep, that's that's just dumb. And honestly. you know what?
1: And you know what? For for your sake and mine, I hope Man City go far.
0: Yes, I'm sure you do, because lots, the just so lots tired. Lots of
1: matches for Man City while we have off midweeks. Love it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. With with the form that Erling is in, I'm not scared of too many teams.
1: You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. I do. I do think Man City are the best team that are still in it, but number two is very close between Real Madrid and and probably and then Bayern and, and then Napoli Napoli. You got to put in that, in that mix as well.
0: Honestly, the, the semifinal kind of freaks me out a little bit because we've both like the past two years, it's been Real and Chelsea that have caused me s- severe Champions League heartbreak.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I I really struggle to say that it's absolutely 100% going to be Real Madrid. Yeah. Chelsea, Ch- Chelsea are very slowly turning into like how Liverpool were. Where it's like they could be shit domestically. But then somehow they get into Europe and it's just like a switch.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like Arsenal in the Europa League, oh, or you, fuck, Una, fuck
1: the Europa League,
0: or Unai Emery, I guess, in the Europa League. Unai Emery in the
1: Europa League. Yeah, that's that's a that's a marriage. Is all this time?
0: <clears throat> yeah. So to answer your question, John, absolutely, absolutely. If there were guarantees, absolutely, no doubt. All right. Two, nine, and 14. All gone. Uh, Six. Number six is from Peter. Where's Peter from?
1: Uh, Peter is from... He's from St. Petersburg, Russia. Oh, what a great
0: place. Not the other St. Petersburg?
1: No, no, not Florida. no, 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 no. no. St. Petersburg, Russia. All right then.
0: Big fans of the program. I guess so. Uh Peter asks, outside of your own teams, what is the best stadium you, that you have ever been to? Uh Gillette. I feel like stadium. We've, we've been asked this question before. Yeah, Gillette. Gillette so Stadium. Uh, I've been Oh, Fenway Park actually. Yeah. Cool. I, I, that's
1: I've never been I've never been to Fenway, but that's a that is a spot that I really do want
0: to go to. I went with my dad in like summer of 2021 for the game. The Red Sox got fucking crushed by the Rays. It was like eight, nothing in the seventh inning, but it was a gorgeous 90 degree day in August. And, but the, and we were sitting right in right field, right? Almost right next to the pesky pole, not close enough to like sign it. Cause I know that a lot of people have, but, um, and the crazy thing is we got those tickets like on a whim. A couple days beforehand, which was uh, which is really cool. So, yeah, Fenway Park is probably the best. Although I haven't been to a lot of stadiums from not my team, I haven't seen a lot of games in person where the teams I root for haven't been playing. So I don't have too many options. Fair, fair. But uh, yeah, I would probably say Fenway at this point. All right, two, six, nine, and fourteen all gone. Eight. Number eight is from Kyle. Where's Kyle from?
1: Uh, Newcastle, Up on Tyne, England.
0: Kyle says, love the new show theme. Love is in all caps, by the way. Oh, Thanks, Kyle. Uh, what is the name of the song and the band? Uh, that is Zombified by Falling Universe.
1: Very nice. Love, Ronnie Radke. Peace,
0: peace right. love,
1: Ronnie Radke. Great guy.
0: Two six eight nine
1: fourteen. Uh, four
0: number four is from James. Where's James from? Uh, James is from Atlanta, Georgia. James asks, Who is in better shape going into the season, the Mets or the Yankees?
1: Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this because this is actually a segment that we're going to be doing on the show next week. Um, but in short. I'll say the Mets. I'll definitely say the Mets. Even even though they've lost Edwin Diaz, I'm still gonna say the Mets are in better shape than the Yankees.
0: Well, I I'm mad about Edwin Diaz, or sad about Edwin Diaz, honestly. I'm not mad. I mean it's a little it's a little cursed luck. Like uh whichever was it Martin Grammatica or his brother that tore his ACL uh celebrating? <laughs> I think it was Martin Grammatica, I think it was. Yeah, in football. Um, or uh, Kendris Morales with the Angels, who also got a had a season-ending end, season injury in a uh, celebration. But, I mean, the Mets do have enough depth in their bullpen at this point, I think, to shoulder the weight of losing Edwin Diaz. And I think bringing back uh, Adam Adovino was huge, in the offseason and then also having David Robertson there is going to be pretty solid as well.
1: Who do you think is the closer in the long run? I think it's going to be a committee, but if I to, if I had to choose one, I think it's Robertson.
0: It's probably going to be a committee, but I would also I think I would choose Robertson and who knows maybe the Mets actually sign like Zach Britton because I mean, he's still out there. He is still out there. I don't know. So Buck Walter can leave him in the bullpen. A playoff game. Correct. Gotta hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I hope we don't have a moment like that in the playoffs. I would hate it. We'll be very mets. It would be. It would be very mets. All right. Two, three, six, eight, nine, fourteen. All gone.
1: Ray is gone. I have I have nine, two, fourteen, six, eight, four. Um, that are gone. I'm writing them all down, so you don't need the same.
0: Uh, let's oh. go with 15. I see. I didn't think I said three, but three is still, still around. Uh, 15. 15. 15 is from Spencer. Okay. Where's Spencer from?
1: Spencer is from uh, Mallorca, Spain.
0: All right. What is the one sport that you don't play that you wish you did play? Oh, easy. Easy. Easy, easy,
1: easy, 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 easy. Easy,
0: lacrosse. Really? Of course, for my people. I played lacrosse. I didn't really like it. I played. Well, I played but like if one. Sick. If you're sick at lacrosse, you can go to any fucking college
1: that you want and have a GPA of two. <laughs> I. <laughs> I know. It, what... Don't know. You don't know what three plus three is, but guess what? You can cradle a fucking stick and you could slam it into a net. Guess what? You're going to Dartmouth.
0: Well, tell me what's harder to do. 3 plus 3 or cradle a cradle, st- a ball and a stick? Depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Lacrosse is int- is one of those interesting sports because it does take a lot. It's like underrated in the amount of skill that it takes to be really good at it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It It's also, it, it, it's a tough game. It's a tough, tough, tough game. And you get to fucking hit beat, which I like.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess that's a benefit. I don't know. One sport that I don't play that I wish I would play or that I wish I did play.
1: I know. I know um, your answer. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do. What is it? Golf. <laughs> probably. I think it is probably golf. I know it's I golf. A hundred percent.
1: I wish I was good at golf. I'm so just that way so you could organize golf dates between your
0: work husband
1: and your father? It is my yeah. dream, Adam. It is my dream to play golf with my work father in law. It is it, it my dream. It is my dream in life. I I
0: love top golf.
1: Oh, top it's golf is sick.
0: One of my favorite things in the world. But that's not but, legit golf. I'm talking about no, the
1: 18 holes.
0: I know. It it's just so much of a time commitment, and it's so much frustration. I just don't. It's a
1: it's a mental test. I know. Strongest survive. Okay. Strongest survive, and the weak will die.
0: Maybe that's why I don't like golf. I just don't. I don't know. I'm not afraid. I'm just not a fan.
1: Yeah, but get. But guess what raging hard-on that you have when you shoot sub 80 or sub 90 or sub 100 whatever level you play at oh my god
0: i mean yeah obviously it feels there's an analogy
1: that i have at the tip of my tongue that i'm not going to say please don't (laughs) i think based on the previous sentence some people can figure
0: it out i'd uh yeah no i'm just gonna let's just avoid that but i just uh, i don't know I just don't have the patience for golf. I never, and I never have. Maybe like as I get older, I will want to get into it more. But I just don't find. I just don't see the appeal necessarily. It is my life's
1: dream to wilt away on a golf course. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want. That's all I want. In my life.
0: I mean, you just you're just out there for like five hours. Yes. In the blazing in the blazing sun. Yes. You get a tan. You have, to, you have to wake up at like five in the morning. You don't have to wake up at five in the morning. You can. That's what my dad does. My dad does that like a lot. Yeah. My dad is a smart fucking man. He knows. he...
1: He knows very simply that your mother does not enjoy him going out and playing golf in the doldrums of the day. So your father says, okay, honey, while you are asleep, I'm going to get up at the ass crack of dawn. I'm going to go to the golf course. I'm going to play golf that is going to take three, four hours maximum. And by the time that you are fully into the day, I'm going to walk back into the home and I'm going to be productive for the remainder of the day after I just got done bending a golf course over backwards.
0: Well, my dad is the level of intense that he would wake up at five in the morning for an eight o'clock tea time. And you know what? that is
1: my kind of guy and that is why i want to play golf with your father my work father in law
0: there were a lot of times over the summer because my dad works in education so he gets summers off yes, yes. and so um he like he would like go to i think it was probably Beth page and like wait in line at 3 in the morning with everybody, with all those people to get a tea time, yeah. And my mom, oh, you and haven't I, lived until you've done it. My my mom like, "What? You're fucking nuts!" Nope, you I haven't can't lived, you you haven't lived until you've
1: done it. It is <laughs> amazing. It is it, it is such an adrenaline rush that you're you're sitting in your car at three o'clock in the morning. You know everybody else is asleep, but there you are waiting for a fucking tea time. It, it it's amazing.
0: I'll tell you if you think that I that I'm intense the level of intensity I am I I am about sports like watching sports and video games is the level of intensity my dad is about golf
1: and that is my kind of guy he has he, his priorities straight yes your father's a king god bless him
0: so golf is probably the one sport that I, I wish I could play I, I wish I Just I was granted with more patience for the game of golf,
1: more patience in general,
0: more patience in general, but mainly for the game of golf.
1: No, you are pretty patient. You are pretty patient. You still put up with me. I don't I don't know how that's possible.
0: Yeah, but like when you're on a golf course and you're just like doing horribly and you're already like miserable because you had to wake up early in the morning and it's hot outside. It's just a horrible combination. Depends on who you ask. I guess so. Depends on who you ask. Like you could have, you could have a shit day on the golf course, but it'd still be a fun time. My, you know, my favorite part of uh, a round of golf is lunch afterwards. And mm.
1: well, let me tell you, the rounds are coming. Early morning rounds, and you get off the golf course, you go in, you have a few mimosas, get a little shit faced and you're blasted at 3 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon in July, oh, there's no better feeling. There's no better feeling. I, I, that is that is close to peak of the human experience.
0: I guess so. Uh, pick a number. Let's move on to the next question.
1: Let's go with 17.
0: <clears throat> number 17 is from Jimmy. Where's Jimmy from?
1: I don't know where Jimmy's from.
0: Oh, okay. It's Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, he's from he's buried under Giant Stadium. Sure, if
1: rumors are believed to be true, yes, yes, but whereabouts unknown for Jimmy.
0: <laughs> where is Jimmy from? Not applicable.
1: Not applicable. Yep.
0: <laughs> unknown. Unknown.
1: Unknown. Uh, the way I saw of- your face when I said I don't know where Jimmy's from, and you're just like, oh.
0: What do, what do what I do? What happened? <laughs> I'm not prepared for this situation. <laughs> um, So the punctuation on this question is weird, but I think I know what Jimmy is asking. So I'm going to interpret it this way. Which team can upset the Bruins? The Islanders, the Penguins, or the Panthers? Islanders? Just-
1: yes. As... Scary, terrible, and awful as that sounds, sounds. It would be hilarious. Oh, it would be, but you already know that a first round series between the Islanders and the Bruins. I'm rooting for the Islanders,
0: hundred percent. Just absolutely hilarious. The scenes if the Islanders beat the Bruins. <laughs> well, the Islanders have the goaltending yes, to do. to do it.
1: Yes, they do. Sororcan is a bad
0: motherfucker. Uh, but speaking of whereabouts unknown, Matt Barzal, where is he? We don't know. Is he okay? Somebody check in on Matt Barzal. I have no comment <laughs> because, frankly, I just don't. I just don't know. And the the if the Islanders have a hope of beating the Bruins, they probably need Matt Barzal. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But uh, it would be very interesting because, you know, they just got rid of Barry. They got rid of Barry Trotz over over the offseason, and they might potentially upset the one of the best teams in ancho history. I pray to God. Uh, But it's definitely not the Penguins because the Penguins are trash. Yep. They're awful. They're trash. And the Florida Panthers are also kind of trash. Yeah, not
1: them. Not them. And the yeah. islands are exciting. The islands are a little bit little bit exciting.
0: Yeah. All right. Pick a number. Uh, let's go with one. Number one is from Alex. Where is Alex from? Uh Alex is from He's from Beverly Hills, California, home of the stars. Adam, what star are you thinking about today? I'm thinking about Tamora Morrison. Oh. oh, because a deep cut. I know. that It should have been my deep sleeper. He could have been my deep sleeper. I've been watching uh because I've I've been behind on my uh Star Wars content. So I've been watching the book of Boba Fett. And so shout. that's why I'm thinking of Tamara Morrison.
1: Good shout. Good, 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 good shout. Uh, the star that I'm thinking about today, in honor of my good friend, Jake Simone Great guy. Great guy. Love him. Emilio Estevez. Oh, of course. Fantastic guy. Love him. Love him. The, and, and then the next part of that is of course, Martin Sheen. Great guy. Fabulous actor.
0: Yes. Well, Amelia, you know, ducks fly together as they say. Ducks do fly together. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, Alex asks, speaking of golf, who are your picks to win the Masters? Oh uh, yeah! Oh, what a great question, Adam. Who do you
1: think is going to win the is going to win the Masters?
0: I don't fucking know. Jack Nicholas. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. So, Alex, if you would like a little bet that you can go ahead and place, I have two picks for this. I have my legit pick, and then I have a trendy pick that you can go and place now. So in 2021 and 2022, there were tournaments that finished up on Easter Sunday. They both were won by the same player. This player is also playing in the Masters this year. And Sunday of the Masters just so happens to be on Easter Sunday. Who is this mystery golfer, you may ask? One. Jordan Spieth,
0: so you he's going to do it won, again.
1: Who, of course, won the 2015 Masters? Yes. Now, who is my pick to win the event? Um, I'm going to go with there are guys that just consistently perform so well at Augusta. Scotty Scheffler as a back to back champion is really, really tough to potentially go get a hold of. Um, you have all the live guys that could factor in that have won a green jacket. So Dustin Johnson will be there. Uh Louis Oosthuizen, who always performs well at Augusta National. Uh Phil, even though you know, fuck Phil. Uh Tiger. Oh, who would love what a story that would be. Even though know, he's he, Tiger Woods is not winning the Masters. I just want to put put that out there. Um, but my pick—that's hey, what he, we
0: said the last time he won the Masters.
1: Never thought I would live to see Tiger win another major. And when he did, I fucking cried like a baby. Uh, who is going to win the Masters? My pick. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say it is going to be just Jordan Spieth's good friend. I almost just spoiled it. I'm gonna go with Justin Thomas. To win the Masters, and I love Justin Thomas. That is a fucking friend of mine.
0: I actually didn't know that they were letting the live guys uh, compete in the Masters. They are, they are. If if you
1: are previously qualified, you're allowed to go to the Masters. So if you've won it, so okay. past past champions are allowed to play. But out, outside of that, I don't believe so.
0: That's interesting. Okay. All right. Pick a number because I'm not picking anybody to win the Masters. I have no idea.
1: Uh, Let's
0: go with number three. Number three is from Freddy. Where's Freddy from?
1: Uh, Freddy is from Mercury. (laughs) Very funny. He's from the planet. Yes.
0: Yes. Thank you. you. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no
1: Freddie. Freddie is actually from Jupiter, Florida.
0: Okay, at least that was uh, that makes sense. It's a place. It's, it's a place. Huh. It's a fucking place. You are technically correct. The yes, best I kind am. of correct. That's a Futurama bur- joke. Y- yes. Yes. I got it. Yeah. I don't know what well, you said. You, I, I didn't know that you watched Futurama.
1: I don't really watch Futurama, but I got the reference. Okay. Because TikTok exists,
0: yeah, TikTok does exist. Thank God. Well, well, anyway, Freddie asks if you could rewrite one thing in Star Wars, what would it be? Oh. How long do you have? Fuck. I feel like this is on the last mailbag that I was on.
1: It's a very similar question that we've had. Um, but I guess it's one thing so i can't just say the entire uh sequel trilogy which was a fucking disgrace ah uh, i got to pick something in the sequel trilogy i,
0: I also how they, how they killed I, off luke i mean like for fuck's sake i was going to pick like it, the thing that i was going to pick is basically two things okay because it's keep snoke alive don't bring back Palpatine. Sure. Sure. I'm good with that. Yeah.
1: Did you, did you see that there was like a a leak or something that came out of like what George Lucas would have done with the seat, with the, uh, the sequel trilogy? No, I didn't. So basically his plan was to curtail the entire thing where the emperor, the, the empire is ruled by Darth Maul and there is an apprentice of his that I can't I can't remember what if what her name was, but she basically is like the focus of the entire thing. Meanwhile for the resistance, you have Leia that is working her way through um in government. And then you have Luke, who is busy rebuilding the Jedi Order, and you have everything that happens with, uh, with with Kylo Ren and that whole backstory, and eventually where where it ends up at the end was the Jedi Order is rebuilt, but Luke dies and Leia becomes the Supreme Chancellor of the Republic.
0: Interesting. I don't know how that, well, knowing what I know about other Star Wars media, I don't think that that trilogy can actually happen because no. Darth Maul is technically dead now. Spoiler alert for Star Wars Rebels. But um, so how does, it, but so the Empire, how does the Empire survive at the end of episode six? Does he say? No, does it did say? not say. Did not oh, say. So it's just like, Whatever. And, like, is there a time skip? I don't know. But anyway, I I wish the sequel trilogy had more of a happy kind of... It's a
1: better f- fucking ending than what we got with what we had. Yeah. It's just... Like, it's, get, a, get, George, get George Lucas to write the fucking story. Get a half-decent director to direct it with George Lucas overseeing the entire thing. And bam. There you go.
0: As long as George Lucas doesn't write the dialogue because god
1: yeah yes yes that's true have him write the story but keep him away from the from the script
0: yeah Ugh. that would be that would be interesting so yeah palpatine just get rid of that get rid of that shit yeah and that shit made no sense but
1: they were looking for, they were looking for this, the the, uh, the nostalgia pop and they got it well they killed
0: off the villain in the second movie true that's true I mean, they could have just made Kylo the villain. True. But I guess whatever. But you know so what I, they
1: what, what the absolutely should not be changed about Star Wars?
0: Lightsabers? No. What?
1: Well, yes, but not what I was thinking of. Revenge of the Sith, Adam. It's such a great film. General Kenobi. I love
0: that. It's funny because I don't know if you know this, and this is gonna be a, this is a whole Star Wars rant, but whatever. Um, there's like a thing in the Clone Wars, like the TV show. They they could not have Anakin and General Grievous meet each other because of basically a throwaway line in, in Revenge of the Sith. Really? Because like there was a there was like an exchange between Anakin and Joe Grievous where i think one of them was like i thought you'd be taller or i thought you'd be shorter so it implies that they've never met they had never met before and because oh. the clone wars takes it takes place in between two movies they they couldn't have them meet i'm like that's ridiculous that's ridiculous
1: <laughs> oh general grievous great guy great 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 guy
0: i mean when anybody have actually said something if They, if they had made that one minor plot hole, yes, (laughs) yes, that's the short answer. Yes, someone would have actually. No, I know, I know this fan base. I know, yes, somebody would. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, we both are a part of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, somebody would. Somebody would. All right, pick a number. Uh,
1: let's go with number five.
0: Number five is from Charles. Royalty. Where's the king from? Oh, the king. Hmm. Where's he vacationing?
1: See, the king was busy over the last week. He threw it down in Dublin, Ireland for St. Patrick's Day. Very fitting. Very fitting. But he is in his second home, actually, right now. He's in Edinburgh, Scotland.
0: Oh, very nice. Yes. Very nice. Well, one of king my places Charles, that I
1: want to go to by the way, Scotland.
0: Well, apparently King Charles is really invested in the in the NFL offseason and the I Cowboys specifically.
1: Anything less.
0: I know. And the Cowboys specifically.
1: Oh! oh! That that's my king.
0: Because apparently he is dying to know. Mm. Okay if the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC.
1: Who's the starting quarterback for the 49ers?
0: Uh, Trey Brock Purdy. I don't know. Trey Lance, maybe. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'd still say no, honestly, just because the, the 49ers.
1: Yeah, I think the 49ers are, but Dallas is not too far off. And getting, getting Stephon Gilmore is huge for them. Uh, Brandon Cooks is huge for them to rectify the Amari Cooper fleecing. Um, I will say, though, as, cra- as crazy as, as this is, Stack up the quarterbacks that are are in the NFC. And we had a question about this on, or I asked this question on the fantasy show. Is Dak the second best quarterback in the NFC now that Aaron Rodgers is basically a jet without being a jet officially?
0: Behind Jalen Hurts. No, I know. Jalen Hurts is the first. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think so the only other one that i
1: could really like there's a, a a good argument for him being better than dak is kyler
0: i was going to say kirk cousins
1: no dak is better than kirk dak is better than kirk i th- i honestly like i honestly do think that that dak might be the best quarterback second best quarterback in the nfc
0: no, I think it's Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the second best quarterback in the NFC. I'm scared. He's the best
1: quarterback of the NFC, according to you. <laughs> I'll That's say a- no. I'll say no to this question. I'll say no to this question, but are they am I cautiously optimistic? Kind of. Which is really weird. Well, the, you know, normally I'm not. Normally I'm looking for a reason. I am one of the rare Cowboys fans that you are going to find, and Adam knows this. That when I think the team stinks, I have no problem saying I think the team stinks. Am, am I wrong in that assessment?
0: No, you're not. You're absolutely correct.
1: Okay. I am cautiously optimistic that the Cowboys are actually going to be a contender for this. As crazy as that sounds, I won't love it if they don't win the NFC East, but if they, they probably win- won't. I see, I think they will, because the Eagles. It depends on what the what else the Eagles have in store. But the Eagles have gotten worse, and the Eagles are still going to be good. Like I'm not saying sitting here and saying, "Oh, the Eagles are now no longer a playoff team." They're absolutely a playoff team. They're a 10 plus win team. But I think when you scale it up of the cow, what the Cowboys have done versus what the Eagles have done, I think the Cowboys have improved. Versus the Eagles, I think that they have regressed. Because last year, that team last year was stupid. And they couldn't keep all of their guys. They had to make sacrifices here and there. And they did.
0: The NFC East is going to be a bloodbath with the Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants. They're all going to murder each other.
1: And hell, if, if if Washington gets a competent enough quarterback, they have the defense to contend. Yep. So you could really have four teams in the, in the NFC East that are... Making a bit of noise.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I still don't think the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC, though.
1: No, I don't either. I don't either. But is it is it far off? No, no, it's not, it's not too far off. But no, I'll say I'll still say the Niners, and then it's pretty close p- between them and the Eagles. I'll probably lean the Eagles still by a little bit, by a little bit.
0: All right. We only have a couple more questions left. I think six, only six more questions left. Seven. So seven. Yep.
1: Oh, I, I, number seven was the next one that I wanted.
0: Oh, number seven. I thought you were saying we have seven questions left. I was like, oh, we have no, six. no, 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 no. I was, I was like, like, I was just picking at number seven. I'm like, are you trying to tell me which one I missed? Oh, no, 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 no. We're just, we're just going down the list now. Okay. Seven. So number number seven, number seven is from Eric. Where's Eric from?
1: Uh, Eric is from. He's from Little Rock, Arkansas.
0: Okay. Eric asks, "What is the best movie that you have seen that may not be known to everyone else?" Oh. Oh, I love this.
1: I love the film questions. They're great. They are. They are really good, and they really just like. I have an
0: answer. But they're for all this. good questions. Yeah, I have an well, answer for this. But I don't know if it's gonna be like I don't know how mainstream or not mainstream it is. Have you seen Office Space? Yes, I have. It is very good. Up there. Top one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. It is hilarious. Yeah, very good. Very good. It's um, kind of funny. It's like an early you got an early career uh Jennifer Aniston in that movie. It's one of those where you're like, why is Jennifer Aniston here? This is in 1999, so this is like your know, friends was was alive and well, so it's like, what is Jennifer Aniston doing in this movie? My but, wife. Um, it, it's a it's a really great movie. It's really funny, and now that I work in an office, I I do joke. I like I joke about it a fair amount. My wife. Um,
1: there's two that I want to say, but they both won Best Picture. But so they're, not, they're, they're not talked about. Not talked about at all. So I'm, I'll mention both of them. The first one, first one is Birdman. I love that movie. With Michael Keaton. Awesome.
0: So awesome. good. Is,
1: it is not given its respect. That's number one. And then number two, which I have talked about on this podcast a ton, that nobody has seen, which I am urging after – Shawshank and Casablanca, the next one to watch, it's in my top 10 films of all time. Parasite.
0: Yeah, no, I still haven't seen that. I've heard amazing things about it. Oh my god, it's so good. It's crazy because people were like livid when Birdman won Best Picture. The year they won Best Picture.
1: Why? Birdman was amazing. It was
0: really good. People, 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 just looking for reasons to piss. It's just people everything. don't want to see Michael Keaton walking around Manhattan in his underwear. I get it. And you want, and you know what? Those people could fuck off. <laughs> but it was kind of funny, it, or it was a, it was a, it was a good movie. It was interesting. I got a lot of uh, Watchmen vibes off out of that movie. Also. yeah,
1: yeah. That's a fair shout. It's a fair shout. In the word, in the words of Logan, Logan Roy. By the way, Succession comes back. Uh, oh. on Sunday. Speaking so, of great things. Oh I can't fucking wait. In the yeah. words of Logan in the words of Logan Roy.
0: Fuck off. Fuck off. off. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> now you can fuck off. I love that uh, show.
1: Oh my god, succession's great. The final season too. I can't believe it. Oh man. So you know they're going out with a bang.
0: I know. Crazy shit. All right. Well, so I assume that your next question is going to be 10. Yes. So 10 is from Luke. Where's Luke from? Uh, he, Luke is from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Interesting. Roll Tide. Um, Luke asked a very specific question to yeah. you directly. Oh, to me. Okay. Yeah. What's up, Bird. Luke? What's up, Luke? Talk to me. Are you going to see Kenny Chesney at Mohegan next month?
1: Oh, this is a Kenny Chesney question. I said Tuscaloosa. Oh no, <laughs> Knoxville. He's from Knoxville, Tennessee. Go Vols. Go Rocky
0: Top. Oh man, all the the, the like five Alabama fans that listen to this podcast oh, are going to be so pissed that you said fuck. Knoxville, Tennessee.
1: Oh no, Kenny. I'm so sorry. I hope so. I hope so. I'm I'm trying to get my ass there.
0: Number eleven is from Greg. Well, if this is the Luke, if this oh. is the Luke
1: that I that I think it is. I think this was, this was asked with, with some intent.
0: Oh, like, are you, do you want me to go with you or are you going, take me with you sort of deal? Um, sort of. Okay. Sort of. Well, interesting. Uh, number 11. Yes. Number 11. Number 11 is from Greg. Where is Greg from?
1: Uh, Greg is from,
0: Levittown, Long Island, New York. Oh, great place. Love Levittown. We'll keep, we'll keep it close to home. Yeah. Uh, Greg asks, best spot to sit at MSG. Thinking Hmm. about taking my girlfriend to a playoff game.
1: Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Which team? Oh, you lost me. Oh, which team
0: is probably the question that is the follow up question I would ask as well.
1: I think both of them. I think both of them. He hasn't specified. He hasn't specified probably both of them, but, Oh, no. No, 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 no. Greg. What's this? Greg? Greg's his name? Greg. Greg, 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 Greg. You do not take your girlfriend to a playoff game unless you have plans of marrying her. Very simple. Very simple. That, 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 no, no, no. No, no, well, no, no. No, 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 no.
0: You don't know the context of the relationship. Maybe they've been dating for a long time.
1: Well, I, that's, why, that's why I said unless he has plans to marry her, then if he's got plans to marry her, by all means. Carte Blanche. But if you just started dating and your attempt to seal the deal is taking your girlfriend to a playoff game? No, 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 no. You have to understand something. A playoff game at Madison Square Garden, regardless of whether it's for the Knicks or the Rangers, is an out-of-body experience. Where things are going to be said, words are going to be hurled. It is a. It is not a family-friendly environment.
0: I think I heard some of those words uh, through the TV when I watched last year, uh, yeah. especially the game—the game that you went to, which is Game One against the Lightning.
1: Oh my God, Game One against the Lightning! I didn't—I didn't know what my name was. Holy shit! <laughs> I walked into that building intoxicated, and I left even more intoxicated. Um, it was—it cr- was crazy too. Is the game that we we went to against Carolina last night. That just it felt so short of that, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm never going to be able to come to Madison Square Garden and enjoy a game ever again because of just <laughs> what the what the atmosphere was like in Game One." Like, oh, I, what I, I would I do to have the never, cur- to
0: have a curse like yours.
1: Yeah, I am never going to feel that in my life again. Like, what's going to happen when the if the Rangers make a Stanley Cup final and I'm in the building for that? I am never going to be able to go to a regular season game in fucking January ever again.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I've never asked a question to him. But the person that cut my hair in Port Washington was at Shea Stadium in 86. He actually took dirt home with him from Shea Stadium.
1: After a the game. little breaking news. Uh, this was about an hour ago. Um, a Foster Moreau is going to step away from football as he has been diagnosed with Hodgkin lymphoma.
0: Yeah, that's very. sad. I saw that also. That's very sad. I did not see that.
1: Huh. Well, obviously, best wishes to him. No, yeah, seriously, that's,
0: that's awful.
1: Yeah, all the best,
0: all the best, Tim. Yeah. So what I was saying, yes, was... go ahead.
1: Sorry, I'm sorry for interrupting
0: you. No, it's okay. Uh, it, it was important breaking news. Um, the person that cut that cut my hair back home, uh, where I grew up, family friend of mine, actually of my well, my parents and him and his wife are friends and whatever, you know, go to Super Bowl party to super bowl parties and stuff like that. But anyway, so he was at uh Shea Stadium for Game 7 of the World Series in 1986. And he took dirt home. I think he still like he said his in his mom's backyard, he still has dirt from Shea Stadium from that day because people like stormed the field mm-hmm. and apparently a lot of people like took dirt from the field. And like when he got off the train <laughs> uh from the train ride home, the the car was just covered in dirt because people didn't actually want to take it with them. They just left it on the train. Um, so I don't know. But anyway, What? I feel like that I know it's a weird story. But, but poor Washington and the New York Mets are intertwined. Poor. You know, I, as you know. The 86 Mets hung out at Finn McCool's like a yes. lot. Yes. Finn McCool's great bar, by the way. Phenomenal. Well, they, no, they,
1: they made some choices.
0: They made, they made some choices. Uh no, no free
1: advertising, but love no. Finn McCool's. Unless they want to sponsor us. If they want to sponsor us, then then
0: then that's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've only been there once, but it was it was a good time when I did go. I've been. I, I have been. I have been. It's a good time. Um, but anyway, I feel like that kind of experience is something where I agree with you. It's kind of like a to- it's like a tolerance thing. Almost where like you can't there's nothing that will uh live up to that experience ever again. Never again. Especially with that, with like yeah. a World Series clinching game, um it's kind of like going to like a perfect game or even you know, people that were at the garden for game seven in 1994, a once in a lifetime experience. Never again. Like I never again. I, I would never go
1: to a range, range game ever again. Yeah, I, I wouldn't it's... be able to do it. I really I really would not would not be able to do it. Uh, but to answer Greg's question of where he's going to sit. My recommendation is here's basically what you need to know. If you're going to sit in the 400s, you need to be row three or lower to not have the obstructed view. If you're going to be sitting in the 200s, to be safe, you have to be 14 or lower. Obviously, a hundreds, you know, you're 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 chilling. The best place where I would try and get tickets, even though they're a little bit pricey for playoffs, do the bridge. Do the bridge. The bridge, I, I, sat, I, I sat in the bridge last year for game two against Pittsburgh. And that was an awesome, awesome, awesome time. Like, if you're not a heights, I'm not a heights guy, but eventually you get, you like get over it. You get comfortable and, and you know, you're not really, you're not looking down. You're more looking out. So you're, you're, you're okay. And the view is insane. So my recommendation is, if you're going to go ahead and do that, do do the bridge and make sure make sure you're sitting in row
0: one. Yeah, I've only been to a couple. I think I've only been to one Ranger game in my life, and I've only been to a couple of uh, Knicks games. But um, when I went to see the Rangers, I basically I don't I can't give you any numbers. I don't remember. But um, well, didn't, you,
1: didn't you go to the Ranger game for John Rattel, uh retirement night?
0: It was uh, was *Genres All Night*. I don't remember what section I was sitting in. I have the ticket. The ticket is like in my parents' house, in my drawer. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what the what the the section was. Yeah, but it was basically it was in the middle. It was like long ways um, of the uh, of the ice. So were you in? Were you in the upper bowl, or the lower bowl? I think we were in the upper bowl
1: okay so you're in the 200s
0: yeah probably i
1: think did you, did you I, have the do you have an, obst- an obstructed view no oh
0: well okay. so my my dad won the tickets in an auction from our temple because this person the person had season tickets and so um that's how that's how we got them miles top miles top speaking
1: speaking up before we move on to the next question we we are killing a lot of time um we got a exclusive concert during the second intermission of the game last night.
0: Oh really? Mm-hmm.
1: We did. An exclusive concert <laughs> by the man himself. John Brancy. Oh. He did he did New York, New York during the second during the second intermission, and it was That's amazing.
0: It was amazing. It was good stuff. That's awesome. Love John Brancy. Great. All right, I I love him. Um, Number twelve is from Henry. Where is Henry from? Uh, Henry
1: is from Helsinki, Finland.
0: Henry asks top five favorite beers. Oh, for fuck's sake! I I'll go in reverse order, or I guess I'll go one to five. I'll go one to five. Um, Dennis. Blue Moon, Heineken, um, oh boy. I don't really drink a lot of beer, as much, or like brand name beer anyway. Uh, and then like Coors or Bud or Bud Light or whatever the fuck, or Four and Five. I don't know. But usually, if I go to a restaurant and have beer. Then I don't. I usually just get. I don't usually get like a brand name. I usually get like whatever specialty like they have on tap. Smart move. Smart move. Um, well, I'm an
1: IPA guy, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> Montauk Pinks would be my number one. Nice Goose Island IPA, my number two. Montauk Purple would be my number three. A Lagunitas IPA would be number four. And then number five, very basic, very simple. Actually wearing it on my shirt right now. A Coors Light. Interesting. I, I'm i a Coors guy.
0: Yeah. Guinness, kind of like how I like Dr. Pepper, is something that I got from my dad.
1: Ugh. Oh, God. Guinness, oh Jesus! It's good.
0: No, I no, that's like it's like charcoal. It does not taste like. I've had whiskey that tastes like charcoal. What? What whiskey tasted it's, like charcoal? It's like smoky whiskey that my friend Jacob had.
1: I it want tasted- to know exactly what it was. I want to know the brand, the bottle, the version that you had, and I want to know it.
0: <laughs> it tasted like instead of ice cubes in the glass it was bricks of charcoal ice cubes in whiskey well i'm oh, saying that's your first mistake i didn't put any ice cubes in there but like if it was on the rocks oh okay i was going to
1: say i was going to say adam adam if you if you put ice in there and you water that down i wonder why it tasted like fucking charcoal that's not how that works Oh my god, it tastes like crap when it's watered down. Yeah, but it doesn't taste like, char- I don't know. Well, it's it's meant to yeah, taste... Yeah, you're right, it doesn't taste like charcoal. It tastes like fucking shit.
0: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it doesn't taste, uh, or it tastes, uh, it's meant to taste that way. Like the charcoal, the smokiness. It's most of, and like, you smell it, it smells like a campfire. It's a we- it's weird. It's like really weird. It wasn't I like bad. It. I like it. I, wa- I, wa- I want to know what this is. It's Kind of like a morbid curiosity thing. It, I don't know. I feel like I've had worse. I've I, had I worse want to drink. know what it is. I've had worse drinks in my life, but um, it should have been top ten cocktail or top five cocktails. That would have been fun. But we don't, we don't have time for that.
1: That's a different. That's a different discussion. We could be here all day.
0: Yeah. Um, number thirteen is from Derek. Where's Derek from?
1: Uh, Derek is from
0: Moscow,
1: Russia. Our friends at the Kremlin.
0: Yeah, still great people. Great Your friends at the at the Kremlin. My friends
1: at the Kremlin. Yes,
0: great people. I I will not be associated. I have not. I will abstain from. No. Nope. 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 Fabulous people.
1: Fabulous people. What they're doing, I I don't support. But
0: I I will not get into reasons why. The cre- Russia, Russia does what? The, cre- the Kremlin the- aren't just full of, of great Americans. I think <laughs> great you have Americans that the other the- way. I think you have that the other way around. Great, so.
1: great Americans in the Kremlin.
0: Um. Well, this question is for uh, is for you specifically. Hmm. Again, okay. And this is the other half of the arsenal question that we have. Oh, nice. And this is about something that's very timely. What are your thoughts on the retirement of Mesut Ozil?
1: Uh, broke my heart. Broke my heart. It really did. Um, I remember ten years ago when and oh god, Mesut it was 10 Ozil, years ago? Mesut Ozil was my favorite player in the world. In the world, when he was at Real Madrid. I loved him. I loved everything about him. He just, every, every the style that he played, I was like, my God, I, what what I would do, what I would do to have him at my club. And then it happened. And then it happened. And this is in an era where you had players leaving left, right, and center where you had Robin Van Persie who, just, who had just left for
0: Manchester United. Gareth, Gareth Bale left that summer for Real Madrid.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's, how we got that done was gareth bale signed for real madrid and real madrid needed to sell a player and the player that they sold was Massadozo to to us uh he is he's one of my favorites he's one of my favorites and and he he again he joined us when they were when they weren't the best of times and we almost won the league uh him and alexis sanchez that duo was unbelievable Unbelievable for us. Um, definitely a top five player in the Emirates era with uh, Sanchez in there, Santi Cazorla maybe in there, uh, maybe Jack Wilshire you put in there, and definitely the top two. I don't think there's any doubt of Robin van Persie and Cesc Fabregas. It's it's a it's a sad day. It's a sad day, and it's it's sad how it ended for him at the club. I hope that. I hope that he does come back one day and, you know, he's able to come back to the Emirates and he's able to get the welcome that, that he deserves because he's 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 a favorite of mine. He's, he's he's a favorite of mine. Um, I love him. And I hope that I hope that he's able to to come back one day. And uh, for 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 someone in the listening audience, um, I will put this out there because only this person and I will know exactly what this means. Thank you to the fishy. Okay. There's only one person that will know what that means. There it is. It is not me. I'll tell you that. Nope, it is not you. It is not you. But to the fishy, thank you.
0: Number 16. Last question. Yeah. It's from William. Where's William from?
1: Uh, William is from Portland, Maine. Ah, the other Portland. Yes, the other Portland. Double Portland Ah, representation, just different states. The one Portland I've actually been to. A beautiful place, I would imagine, because it has
0: Portland in it. Yeah, it it is really nice, actually. Big big fan of Portland, Maine. Uh, William asks, what is the Knicks ceiling in the playoffs? Second round. I don't know. If they're healthy, I think they could go to the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: Sure. Who are they pl- who are they playing them in the second round of the playoffs? Where you think they can go to the Eastern Conference Finals? Boston. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they can beat Boston. I don't think they will in a seven game series, but they can. They can't beat
0: Milwaukee. No. Oh, 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 oh God, no. Oh, they God, can't. No. Apparently, Philadelphia is their kryptonite. Yeah. So, yeah. Boston.
1: Okay. Yeah. Sure. I think it's the second round of the playoffs, but if it's Boston, then then yeah. Then yeah, they can get to the conference final.
0: But they do have to beat the Cavs, which I don't know. Which they, could they, be they, tough.
1: Get ready for Donovan Mitchell to drop of uh, 55. Uh, I hate it. Yeah, Twitter will be on fire for a night.
0: Yep, absolutely. But I won't hate. I still won't hate John, Donovan Mitchell because he's he's a friend. He's fine. He, he is a friend. He is. wasn't
1: his, It
0: wasn't his choice to get traded to no. Cleveland. no. 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 That was not his choice. No, yeah, he'll come home eventually.
1: I hope so. I hope so.
0: All right. Well, this has been a great mailbag. And I think you teased a little bit what we're doing next week, correct? Is it baseball?
1: Yep. We'll be talking some baseball. We'll be talking some hockey, uh, deep sleeper, and maybe we'll have a Matt Rushmore at the end.
0: Oh, very exciting stuff. A classic basement talk podcast.
1: Yes, it'll it'll be a fantastic time.
0: All right, well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For my co-host at Salt, I am Adam Castor, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.